Let's check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Welcome to the early shift. <laughs> Thank you. Here for a couple of weeks, sitting in for Simi. Let's see, what are we talking about today? Well, National Indigenous Peoples Day, and I don't think we say happy because there's an awful lot of things about it that uh, we ought to all be reflecting on. Uh, the one thing that was supposed to happen today that isn't happening, Jill, is Premier John Horgan, Indigenous Relations Minister Rankin, were supposed to be in lower post today on the border, right near the border between BC and Yukon. Uh, there was going to be a ceremony there uh, marking the uh, demolition of the old residential school there and its replacement with a new state-of-the-art community center, $13.5 million of federal and provincial money. Unfortunately, that was cancelled, that ceremony, at the last minute. Um, during the pre-construction work last week, they found bones on the site, and not surprisingly, uh, the community was taken aback, traumatized, uh, given that it was the site of a residential school. Um, forensic anthropologists brought in by the RCMP discovered, Jill, that they were animal bones, not human remains, but by then they'd canceled the ceremony. They put it off, Premier John Horgan saying in a statement on Friday that when the First Nation there reschedules the ceremony, which he expects they will do, he will be there, uh, but for now he respects the decision to put off the ceremony and not hold it today. Which makes sense. Uh, you could see how that would be strange if they went ahead and best to kind of take the pulse of the community and, and figure out a better time. Yeah, I mean, the whole uh, the whole country, I think, is understandably uh, reflecting and preoccupied with the discovery at the residential school, the site of the former residential school in Kamloops. Um, we still don't have all the details on that. Uh, you're probably aware of what we got was a preliminary report of uh, the remains of uh, 215 children found in unmarked graves, graves plural, not a single site. Um, the First Nation there has told us that they were going to receive the re- re- released the final report on the survey where the survey was done with ground penetrating radar so it that's not definitive you need to do a lot more work to get all the details probably including excavation but we're expecting that final report toward the end of this month now so it may still come but uh, of course, uh, the same kind of discussion is going on with uh, all the residential schools uh, sites in British Columbia. There's a dozen and a half of them surveyed by the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. We have names of some of the children who were who died and were buried at those residential schools, but by the estimates we've been given, that covers probably at most uh, 50%, and maybe less than that in many sites. All right, we're going to talk a bit more about that uh, later on in the program. We have a a counsellor with the Musqueam Band coming on the show, so we'll talk a bit more about Indigenous Peoples Day. I should mention as well, though, people probably saw the photo, speaking of John Horgan, got his second dose. Yes, he got his second dose. He and his wife, uh, AstraZeneca, on Friday, still saying uh, that the uh, best vaccine is the one you're given. Um, I know some of our colleagues uh, have gotten their AstraZeneca dose as well, and, you know, I understand the 
uh, all of the vaccines protect us. All of them are part of protecting us. And we know, Jill, that some of the decisions that were made here in British Columbia about availability and intervals and which vaccine you'd be given were really responses making the best of a situation earlier this year when there was a significant shortage of vaccine in Canada. We, we still have delivery issues. I'm, uh, I'm lined up for my second dose in July, but I see from the notices now that I'm more likely, uh, my first uh, vaccine was Pfizer, um, my second is more likely to be Moderna because there's been an interruption in the Pfizer shipment. So there is some uncertainty there, but the premier, very reassuring on Friday, posted it on Twitter, and uh, his uh, wife Ellie got uh, AstraZeneca as well. All right. Let's talk about not the sexiest of topics, but uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that we would be talking about Mr. Floaty this morning, but Mr. Floaty is that phrase yeah. is back in the news. <laughs> You know, I, I do regular speeches in Washington State in Bellingham to the City Club there, and I, I've spoken uh, on the National Public Radio in Seattle. And every time I do it, I always get used to get asked for well, thirty years. When are you folks in Victoria going to start treating your sewage? So, yeah, that story was over last December. They didn't have a huge ceremony because the sewage treatment plant opened Jill in the in the middle of the pandemic, so they had to have a virtual ceremony. But it really did seem like turning your page. We're not going to have to be apologizing for that in Victoria anymore. However, nothing ever really goes away on the political beat, as you know. And here we are, a front page story in the Victoria Paper Times calling us last week. Um, the plant is not working as advertised. So, <laughs> so this state-of-the-art sewage treatment plant at the entrance to Victoria Harbor, uh, one of the state-of-the-art features was that the nasty biosolid waste Sorry to anyone who's having breakfast at the moment. Uh, the nasty biosolid waste was supposed to be turned into pellets and shipped to the Lafarge cement plant in Richmond, where it would be burned instead of the plant burning coal or other nasty emission generating. It turns out that the material was found to be unsuitable by uh, Lafarge. Uh, well, there's been conflicting reports about exactly what the problem was. The pellets were the wrong size. Um, they were too wet, but in any event, they weren't suitable. So they were rejected. So what have they been doing with the biosolids? Well, happily not dumping them in the harbor, but... Uh, they've been shipping them to the landfill and digging trenches and burying them there. This has generated a number of concerns, one of which is, <clears throat> I'm sorry again for anyone having breakfast, the smell. And second of all, a concern in the area around the uh, landfill, which is near world-famous Bouchard Gardens, that uh, you may get toxic leachate out of the landfill because this stuff is not supposed to be buried there. It was supposed to be burned. So uh, the, the uh, Capital Regional District, which is in charge of the sewage treatment plan, and which, by the way, is charging me on my property taxes for building it, um, is working on the problem, and they think it can be fixed. They say it's a mechanical problem, so they think it can be accomplished with more filters and dryers. I wish them luck. Um, and 
you know, the line around the provincial capital is for this, we paid $775 million. This state-of-the-art plant wasn't cheap. We're going to be paying for it on our taxes for a long time to come. And, um, you know, maybe the line, uh, Joel Thaw, is where is Mr. Floaty when you need him? <laughs> so <laughs> well, I have to say, Mr. Smelly Toxic Biosolids doesn't really have quite the same ring. Not quite. But uh, $775 million to effectively not dump it in the ocean, but dump it in the ground. Yes. Uh, now, I mean, other things are working fine, I guess. And as I said, they're confident it can be fixed. But, oh, me, you know, <clears throat> they also say that the, the contractor, uh, the consortium that built the plant, <clears throat> is taking responsibility for fixing the problem. So it isn't, at the moment, anyway, going to lead to an increase in the uh, in the levy to pay for it. Uh, and uh, folks who may remember, Mr. Floaty, the, the school teacher here from the Capital Region, who used to um, dress up as a giant you-know-what. Um, it's interesting. He donated his historic Mr. Floaty outfit to the provincial archive, and which is great. I think actually they should make it a display in the provincial museum, if not in the foyer of the sewage treatment plant. But I guess we're not quite ready yet, Jill, to celebrate the end of this saga. It goes on. All right, Vaughn. Thanks so much.